At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Greg Peterson Experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. This is the Greg Peterson Experience right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, and we've got a tremendous three hours coming up for you as we wind up seeing a rambunctious week one in the NFL. We're going to be taking a little bit of a look back at that, but you know what? There is no money to be made looking back at games, so we're going to be turning it forward. What we can take from Sunday and be able to utilize it for week two, week three, and beyond. And we got to take a look at a little bit of a behind-the-counter scenes as Dwayne Colucci does tremendous work over at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. He's going to be joining me in 30 minutes. And a man that does amazing work following darn near every single betting market on the face of planet Earth. He works over here at Visa, and that would be Dave Tooley. He's going to be joining me in about 15 minutes to take a look at what we saw from a trends perspective in the NFL week one, what might have wound up helping slash hurting those of you guys in contests, turn it forward to week two, take a look at also how teasers wound up going as well, because I did notice that on this NFL Sunday, we did wind up seeing quite a few teasers that got a little bit busted up by a tie, in which nothing stranger than taking a look at the NFL and seeing a tie in week one, but we did wind up getting that. So, We've got a lot to recap there. And then in hour number two, we've got a pair of Davids who are going to be joining the program as David Behrman does a great job over at ESPN Chalk. He's going to be joining me along with David Baker, a professional poker player that you may remember. He wound up winning the Super Contest a few seasons ago. So they're going to be joining me. We're going to take a look at back at week one and then turn it forward to week two. And I think that that is very important. We saw a lot on this NFL Sunday. I'm sure many of you are rejoicing. If things did not wind up going so great, I'm sure that there was someone out there that wound up having the the Philadelphia Eagles to be able to cover. Oh, wait a second. That was my circa millions entry. That was very, very tough to say the least, but I'm sure there are many out there that are feeling my pain right now. Well, we did wind up seeing that. And what I think is just so important from week one is to, for one, keep in mind what wound up happening last year in week one. Being a Green Bay Packers fan, I remember it very well. The Green Bay Packers, their nickname in week one should have been Hickory because they wound up getting smoked by the New Orleans Saints. The Tennessee Titans, they wound up getting crushed in week number one. What happened? Those were the two one seeds in the NFC and the AFC in the playoffs last season. We remember not just week one, but 
first few weeks of the 2021 season. We were all wondering what in the world was happening with the Kansas City Chiefs. They were giving up 100 million billion points. Patrick Mahomes was getting picked off left and right. What wound up happening after, I think, the first month and a half is a fair way of calling it with the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah, they wound up beginning to fire on all cylinders. They were able to figure it out. Things wound up being just fine with them. So keeping everything in context, I think, is very important. And if you are going to start to wind up making some judgments about teams, I think that just taking a look beyond the final score, taking a look beyond the raw stats, I think is very important as well. Like the New Orleans Saints versus the Atlanta Falcons game, the Saints, they wind up getting the outright win. I've got a few more question marks with them rather than a team that might have wound up losing outright because with the New Orleans Saints, it did not look very good for them at the beginning part of the game. Now, the Atlanta Braves made like your buddy at the bar with the way that they were able to close in this one, but you had the New Orleans Saints not look very well on offense. Now, one thing that needs to be kept in mind with the New Orleans Saints is that you had a lot of guys that were injured. Towards back part of the season, Jameis Winston. He winds up making his first appearance in quite a while. Michael Thomas, this was his first game since the calendar year of 2020. So there was a lot that was going on with that. But clearly the New Orleans Saints, they didn't necessarily look as good as I was expecting them to. Now, it was a sucker's play that I wound up putting them on my Circa Millions contest ticket as I have been seeing all the trends about divisional underdogs, about home underdogs in general week one. I should have heeded that advice and not just said, yeah, the Atlanta Falcons are going to stink this year. And that's a takeaway that I did wind up having as well. The Falcons, they are probably going to be pretty bad this season. There's not much to push me off of that. But I do think that there are those cases as well. You can wind up going into the season having the opinion of, this is one that I wound up sharing on this show just last week. I've been sharing it on this network throughout the offseason that, Jimmy G should have been the starter for the San Francisco Giants all along, and we should not have seen Trey Lance here in week number one. Clearly was the case. You can wind up having a scenario in which you can still be proven right, and hey, we could wind up seeing Trey Lance be under center in week number two. The San Francisco 49ers can look a whole heck of a lot better, and you know what? There winds up being a little bit of a rebuilding in the trust in our good friend Trey Lance, which, by the way, they're going to be playing against the Seattle Seahawks in week two, and that's a number in which it's currently anywhere between eight and a half and nine, depending upon where you look for week two. And we're going to be diving into some of those lines as well, because it's very important to take a look at these lines all throughout the week. Many of you guys know that the number that you wind up getting typically is very, very important. Ask anyone that was involved in the Cleveland Browns and the Carolina Panthers game. It's a number that in the offseason now, the week one numbers move more than any other game, aside from obviously week number 18. And you are going to get some calamities as well. Fewer now that COVID has been able to die down because we all remember when you wound up seeing guys like Ben Roethlisberger get ruled out like night before the game, you're able to go down the line. That wound up causing very dramatic line moves. Look no further than the Saints and the Denver Broncos game where the Broncos had to trot out there a backup wide receiver to wind up taking the snaps. That was not great. And thank goodness gracious, it looks like we are beyond that point, but if you want to betting on, say, the Browns versus the Carolina Panthers game, a game that opened up with the Carolina Panthers being a four-and-a-half-point underdog, they wind up closing as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. You could have made out big in this game because you wound up having a six-point middle. It landed within that middle. The Cleveland Browns, they get it done 26-24. to 24. You didn't see as many of these in week number one. No question if you were a little bit of a teasers player. It was hit or miss. In terms of a lot of these games, and you did wind up seeing quite a few of the line moves be correct line moves, like the Indianapolis Colts and the Houston Texans game. It was 8 for much of the offseason, a few days before the game on all the contests, it winds up going down to 7, and I can't say that the Indianapolis Colts lost, but they certainly did not cover 2020 is the final score in that one. You wind up getting your very rare tie. In the NFL, you wound up seeing a little bit of a line move as well in terms of the Vikings versus Packers game. One of the biggest, one of the biggest teams that was used in a lot of these contests, the Minnesota Vikings, all throughout the offseason. They were an underdog. They become a favorite because you knew that the Packers were a little bit banged up on the offense. Pack, Packers, they wind up falling. And by the way, for those of you guys that take a look at some of these early season trends as well, because there are some teams that they start out colder than others to begin seasons, and then there are other teams that they typically get off to an odd start 
looks like the Cardinals are going to be breaking their mold of starting out relatively strong. But Green Bay Packers, fourth time in the last five years, they failed to cover in week number one. And we all remember last year what wound up happening against the New Orleans Saints. They wind up falling by kind of 23-7. to Typically a team that is able to get their stuff together towards the back half of the season, but with no longer having Devonta Adams, who looked very good for the Las Vegas Raiders in week number one. We shall see if that's going to be the case. But a lot of these moves, they did wind up being correct. The Kansas City Chiefs, they wound up going from a three-point favorite to a six-point favorite. They just completely rolled over the Arizona Cardinals in a game which can't really pin a lot of this on Kyler Murray as it wasn't a bad showing. He completed 65% of his passes, two touchdowns, but when the other team winds up scoring 44 points and has a guy by the name of Patrick Mahomes throwing for five-plus touchdowns, you know what? That'll put you behind the eight ball just a little bit as well. So we wound up having a lot that wound up going down in week one of the NFL season. And now it is going to become a lot of people for the next few days that are going to be screaming from the heavens about how insert your team here is officially done. And you do not want want teams to go 0-2 when it comes to teams that wind up going 0-2. About one in six of them wind up making the postseason. Now, this includes a team like say, the New York Jets, who I don't think that there were a lot of people saying, oh, yeah, the Jets, they are a great futures pick for this season. And, well, they were not a great Circa Millions pick on my part. I invested too much in Joe Flacco, thinking that he was going to be able to get revenge on the Baltimore Ravens. And, well, that is one that I will wear myself. That is one that I have to do a little bit of personal reflection on and say, this was just a bad idea in general. And, well, trusting in the New York Jets, Typically, that is a bad idea in general, but I do think that when it comes to all these people that are going to be talking about what we got in week number one, I think that it is very important to stay grounded and to not completely go away from all the off-season research that you wind up doing. Now, we've got new data points that are available, and you don't want to just completely ignore the fact that the New York Jets couldn't move the ball to save their lives if you're rather bullish on the New York Jets offense coming into the season. You don't want to ignore, for example, with the Philadelphia Eagles, the fact that they wound up giving up 35 points. If you are a futures holder of the Philadelphia Eagles, you don't want to be sounding code red or anything like that, but you do want to keep in mind that they wound up giving up 35 points to the Detroit Lions. Maybe you take a look at their totals a little bit differently, and you have to pin a little bit more on Jalen Hurts and his expectations for the upcoming season, which... The Philadelphia Eagles offense, it looked relatively solid in week number one, no question about it, but now we've got more data points. Now we're going to have more takeaways, and you're going to notice this throughout the week as well. We're probably going to get some rather dramatic line moves as well, and you are going to notice that a lot of the teams that they want to falling short in week number one, that is typically where the value is. I believe that over the last five or so seasons, teams that wind up losing week number one, they cover north of 55% of their games in week number two as well. And that is a trend that I have been noticing quite a bit in the NFL. If you wind up having a team fall short, they are able to turn it around. They're able to give you a much better effort in week number two because I mentioned that a lot of these teams that they do wind up starting going to, they put themselves in a very bad spot to be able to make the postseason. And you know that there's a lot of teams that they've got that on their mind. And something I've got on my mind, what we all want to getting from a trends perspective in week number one of the NFL season. Unfortunately, we've got a guest on that is able to tell me all that and so much more. Dave Dooley, he does amazing work at the network here. Beast enjoys me next right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beast. Beast Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Make game jail a little more to chill with a little bit of extra cash. Play for free during college football season with the Coors Light College Football Pick'em Challenge. Join 15 free-to-play pools for your shot at $5,000 in weekly cash prizes. Head on over to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light Pick'em now to join in on the action. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 years or older. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions, they do apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Per usual, please do drink responsibly. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, and great to have on one of the men that does amazing work at the network, Dave Tooley. He tracks all the trends that we wind up seeing, everything from the NFL to college football, MLB, NHL, when it's in season, list goes on and on. You're able to follow him at View from Vegas, and Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, this is an amazing way to start off the NFL season today. Yes, sir, it was, as we did wind up seeing a lot of hoopla. We wind up seeing games wind up turning towards the back half of them. Anyone that wound up having the Eagles, I will raise my hand. Know all too well about this, but in terms of the trends that wind up standing out to you, what ones were some of the fav- What ones were some of the biggest? Because when it came to just things in terms of favorites versus underdogs, it felt like it was a relatively even day today. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it was... Uh... Uh, my favorites went nine, four, and one straight up of the, the one tie, obviously being the Colts, 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 Texans, the uh, 2020 tie. But yeah, favorites and dogs are split exactly even, uh, seven, seven against the spread uh, with the Bucks covering, covering tonight and uh, with the Bills covering on Thursday night. Uh, so favorites lead eight and seven overall uh, So in week one going into Monday night. And I do think one of the biggest takeaways I did wind up having is that the unders that we wound up seeing, not just in the preseason, but go back to the 2021 season, depending upon your closing number, about 54 and a half, maybe even a tad more, closer to 54.7% of games wound up going under the total. And we did wind up seeing a couple harebrained games. The Arizona Cardinals and the Kansas City Chiefs were able to put up some points, but largely a day in which if you wound up taking unders on the totals, it came out quite well. Right, yeah, the unders were 9-5 and five today, so 10-5, and five, including the uh, Thursday night under. Yeah, coming into the season, you know, all the talk was about how, you know, the refs were going to be uh, more emphasis on the five-yard contact rule, seeing a lot more flags that might extend drive. I mean, I saw a handful of those today, but, yeah, there, there wasn't a whole ton. And, yeah, so, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of the, the games uh, were pretty solidly under, I mean, obviously the 49ers Bears being the obvious one uh, <laughs> in in the monsoon there in Chicago in the 1910 final. Uh, yeah, that that got t- bet from 40 and a half down to 38, and all the people jumping on the under uh, cash there. Yep, I think I had the same takeaway, Dave, because I didn't notice a ton more flags, maybe a little bit more, but I don't think that there was too much egregious about the refereeing, which. Thank goodness gracious, we don't have to talk about it being too egregious. I'm looking at you, Alabama versus Texas, but it wasn't too bad today in my opinion. But when it comes to just what you want to viewing on a Sunday, is there anything just from watching these games that you had a little bit of a takeaway on? Because my biggest takeaway was that with 
regards to unders, I think that they're going to be back much like they were last season. I think that defenses, they just seem to be a little bit ahead of offenses and they looked a little bit stagnant today. Not sure if you wound up having a little bit of a different takeaway, but that's really what I had from viewing these games. Yeah, I would, uh, I'd go against you there. I think we're definitely going to see overs pop back. I mean, we saw in the, in the preseason, obviously there's a lot of backup, but you know, we saw offenses opening up there. I mean, I think, you know, some of these games, you know, were, you know, could have gone either way. So I, I don't, I don't think, uh, you know, should necessarily be betting uh, unders blindly. I mean, obviously pick your spots, but I, I think we're going to see, you know, overs come in, you know, in the, you know, within the next couple of weeks, probably, probably even up that trend a little. And could we wind up seeing one tomorrow, Dave? Because I know that you've got a little bit of a Monday night football teaser. Take me through it because right now in the Broncos versus the Seattle Seahawks game, Right now, you've got the Denver Broncos finding themselves as a nice size favorite. They wound up being, for a lot of the contests, a 6F. And a lot of places still offering 6F. You might wind up seeing some 7s. And if you're laying the 7, you're probably going to get even money on it. So, spattering of 6F, smattering of 7 on the board with a total of 44 to 44.5. Take me through your teaser that you've got for Monday. Yeah, so, like you said, Broncos minus 6.5. A lot of places now up to 7 so probably uh, people, you know, getting up in the morning, probably going to be laying, uh, have to lay minus one with a six point teaser, but uh, I'm going to take that with the over 38. Um, again, just back to what I just said, I, th- I think we're going to see, you know, more offense coming up. Obviously, you know, Russell Wilson's going to uh, be able to let it loose against his former team. And, uh, you know, Seattle uh, can, can put up some points. Broncos defense doesn't look as strong as maybe it's been in, in recent years. So, hey, I think Denver minus one to the over 38 is a, is a decent play for Monday night. I do think so as well. I personally did wind up taking for the Circa Millions, the Seattle Seahawks. I do feel a little bit better about getting six half in this spot. would love to have a seven, but that said, I do think that the, the 12th man is going to be very prevalent in this game, but certainly we could wind up seeing something fascinating happening there. And I know something else that is very fascinating as well is that the, typically in week one of the NFL season, you wind up getting that Monday night football doubleheader. Instead, it's going to be on week two. And I know that you've identified a game that has a little bit of early value right now. It is going to be the Titans and the Bills and also the Minnesota Vikings against the Philadelphia Phillies in, or the Philadelphia Eagles in that double dip that we're going to be seeing on Monday. But take me through one of the plays that you've got on next week's Monday card because we're starting to see openers come out in week number two really all across the board, and we've seen a little bit of movement on these games. Yeah, there's, there's several lines that have um, already, already moved uh, late this afternoon e- in the evening. Uh, the, the Eagles opened two and a half at the Westgate and uh, has been bet up to three. Most of the books that have uh, numbers up now are, have three. And I actually like the Vikings against the Eagles uh, in taking that plus three. I mean, I don't think it's going to go through the key number. So I'm, I'm actually thinking that um, maybe the threes might disappear if people agree with me, thinking that the Vikings are a solid team after the way they took care of the Packers today. Um, I mean, the, the Eagles looked good early, and then you know they let the Lions get the backdoor cover there. So, but again, I still think the Vikings, um, you know, with, with Cousins and Jefferson and Thielen, I mean, they, they can definitely put up points. I, so I, I think they're the, a live uh, road dog on Monday, next Monday night. And I think that this is the lone play that you've got right now for week number two. But are there any other games that are right now on your radar that we could wind up seeing some movement on? Because we know that with week one, there's going to be a lot of people proclaiming, oh, Team X, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Team Y, they're 0-1. Their season's done. And as we know, neither is necessarily the case. But are there any games that are popping up right now that maybe you're seeing a little bit of movement on that if it winds up moving just a tad bit more, you might wind up firing on? Uh, yeah, the, uh, the Seahawks at the 49ers. Uh, the, the 49ers were eight and a half on the advance line. Uh, op- opened at nine uh, this afternoon. Uh, it's down to eight and a half. So there's actually been a little bit of early support on the Seahawks, uh, who of course don't play till tomorrow night. So you know, this game will go off the board uh, tomorrow night. But I, the 49ers. Now you know, I, I know they played in that quagmire in Chicago today. So, <laughs> so maybe some people will be cutting Trey Lance a little slack. But I, I still don't think he's the answer. I, I still don't think he's ready. I think the 49ers should have stuck with Garoppolo and you know maybe given Lance another year to develop. But uh, so I, I think there's 
49ers are giving too much respect here. So I, I think uh, they shouldn't be favored by more than a touchdown. So yeah, if you can grab the eight, you know, Seahawks plus eight and a half, I think that's the right move. And then the other one is off the board, uh, the Bucks Saints, because the Bucks played tonight. But uh, that opened uh, Bucks minus four at the Saints. And, uh, you know, we all remember how, uh, how much success the Saints have had in recent years against the Bucks with their defense. Tom Brady, that's his, his Achilles heel playing the Saints. So I think the Saints is a, as a home dog. And again, like I said, the game, the line was four before tonight's game. You know, that might even tick up to four and a half after they uh, took care of the Cowboys. And Dave, you are speaking my language. I am right there with you. I feel like Jimmy G in 2022 gives the, uh, gives the San Francisco 49ers the best chance to be able to win 2023 and beyond. I think that there's a lot of upside with Trey Lance, but we are on the same wavelength there. And when it comes to the Survivor Contest, because you just mentioned the San Francisco 49ers, they toasted a lot of Survivor entries. How many are still standing after week one? Because I think that there were quite a few that wound up going by the wayside. Yeah, the Circus Survivor drew a um, biggest uh, contest record, 6,133 entrants at 1000 bucks a pop, top of the guarantee. And uh, according to the Circuit Sports uh, Twitter feed, uh, 3,254 left. So 47% of the field uh, bit the bullet in week one, you know, led, led by the Colts, uh, 875. The Titans, 708 were on them. 49ers had 703, and the Bengals, 460. Took care of 40% of the field just between those four teams. That's absolutely insane, but a man that will be surviving on this show all throughout the season because we love having you on, Dave. That'd be you. Always appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. All right. Thanks. Good luck, everyone. Dave Tooley does amazing work here at the network. And coming up next, we go to the Rampart. We're talking to Dwayne Colucci about NFL Week 1 and what we saw right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line, boost, and special. Place them up for week one with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance. Offers every Sunday, all season long. Build up a parlay of at least four legs, and if it loses, get your stake back as a free bet of up to $25. Wager on any player to score a first touchdown on the game, and you're going to be able to get your money back as a free bet. If they score any time, head on over to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It's a whole new game as we are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience, and we are being joined by Dwayne Colucci. He does great work over there at the Rampart Race and Sportsbook. And Dwayne, it is great to have you aboard, my friend. I'm sure that you're happy about a week one monitor turning out. Thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thanks for having me on, Greg. And uh, yeah, it, it was a really uh, prosperous weekend. Handle was off the hook, especially today at the Rampart. And I know the South Point as well. And, uh, you know, it was a rough go for the public. You look at some of these outcomes and uh, you see, uh, you know, a, a lot. It was a lot of underdogs. It was a mix from a win-loss perspective. But definitely the bigger games where the handle was large, uh, you know, the Bears, nobody had them. Basically, the 49ers were definitely strong played at the Rampart and South Point. Uh, you know, the, the Eagles, they were another strong play where the Lions were able to creep back in the back door there with 14 unanswered in the fourth quarter. That definitely helped us. And teams like the Giants winning straight up when we start knocking down all the teasers and as well as the money line bets on the Titans, you start to uh, feel that you're going to have a really good weekend from my side of the counter. And it did play out. You know, the public did have some games, right, Greg? You know, naturally the Chiefs, the night game, the Raven game. Game, but they were superseded. I mean, even the Charger game was a, an excellent outcome for us because, you know, everybody in Las Vegas is betting on the Las Vegas Raiders. And, uh, you know, a true credit to Herbert there and the team. They played awesome for three quarters. Raiders started to really find their way late in the third and the fourth quarter, but it wasn't enough. You had that big turn.
turnover where Carr turns the ball over at crunch time. And that played into our hands as well. So some very erratic outcomes, some poor performances, definitely from my Cowboys. I really, you know, I, I know Prescott got hurt, but they couldn't muster up any offense against that defense of Tampa. And uh, another credit there, Bowles had that defense fired up and he's a great, uh, you know, that's his, he's synonymous with great defense. So definitely it was a great weekend, uh, Saturday, great handle today, even better handle and a huge win. Definitely at the rampart South point. Yep. For the Dallas Cowboys, it was not a good week one because not only did they wind up losing, but it looks like Dak Prescott is going to be out for quite a while with the injury that he wanted sustaining late, so that was not terrific. The game that I thought was most curious from a betting perspective in terms of the way that the handle came in in the last, we'll call it 48 hours, that's the Packers versus the Vikings game. Everyone was on them in the contest, Circuit Millions, Westgate Super Contest, list goes on and on. We saw the Packers be a slight favorite about 48 or so hours before the game. Money came in on the Vikings. They closed a two-point favorite. How did things wind up going with this one because we did wind up seeing the line coming down in favor of the Minnesota Vikings and they were able to get the job done in that one. Yeah, like you said, Greg, we got plied with a lot of late money on the Vikings. And it was surprising to me because all their early money was basically on the Packers in the parlays and teasers. But then we started to see a lot of Minnesota money come in. And, you know, they did show the stats. Uh, you know, Rodgers was impeccable going into the game, even without Devontae Adams. I mean, his record against Minnesota speaks for itself and that division. But I think people started to get a sense that this is not, not the same old Packers. And there's definitely some holes in that wide receiver core and they definitely have to work on that offense and it's a work in progress and you know Minnesota is very hungry they're interdivisional rivals you know if Cousins has a chance he's going to try and win the game and uh, they uh, you could tell right away when they stopped Green Bay on that fourth and one on the goal line that there was a little change here now this ain't the same old package just running over the Vikings and the public started to jump on it late so uh, you know it, it was a game where we lost a little but not Nothing really serious to talk about because, like I said, the early money was on the Packers. But that was a, a huge move. We, uh, we opened the game at one and a half at the Rampart in South Point, and Minnesota did close a two-point favorite at home. They got the job done, and uh, that was a really uh, entertaining game up until the last uh, quarter. It was definitely a good game for Minnesota to build off of and definitely try to advance and maybe even supersede the Packers in this division this year. It's going to be interesting to take a look at that NFC NFC North because I'm in agreement with you. I'm someone that I'm, I was born in the state of Wisconsin, and I do not feel good about the Green Bay Packers for this upcoming year. Now, the Green Bay Packers perennially start slow and then pick up steam as the season goes along. This is a brand-new receiver core, and Aaron Rodgers, he is not getting any younger as well. So lots of issues on that front, but let's talk about another issue because you did bring up the Dallas Cowboys game, and I want to get your perspective on this. We did see Dak Prescott wind up going out of the game on Sunday night, and it looks like he's going to be out for quite a while. What does Dak Prescott mean to the line? Because I know that the South Point slash Rampart did not post a number on this one. We were seeing early numbers. The look at lines be the Cowboys between about a two to two and a half point favorite. And you got to, or you yep a two to two and a half point favorite against the Cincinnati Bengals. And well, if Dak Prescott, and it looks like from all reports, he is not going to be lacing him up for a few weeks, is not out there for this game. Got to figure that the Cowboys, they are going to be some sort of an underdog. Oh, yeah, definitely. And despite, uh, you know, Cincinnati having some injuries to their wide receiver core, uh, you, you saw the backup quarterback there. Uh, he, he was not good, Cooper Rush. So there's a lot of serviceable backup quarterbacks out there. I don't know if Dallas will make a move. I would tend to think they would have to because you can't just sit pat. And Dallas is not going to be a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, I would say that Dak Prescott means so much. And he looked horrible, though, early, Greg. The offense couldn't find its way. Uh, McCarthy has to do a way better job. And, you know, everybody's so critical of this guy. But he's really not calling a good game when you look at it. 
C.D. Lamb wasn't involved. I mean, Zeke had some flashes, but he only had 50-plus yards. And they definitely have to mix it up a little more. The tight end is probably the best wide receiver they have right now with Gallup on the sidelines and Lamb not finding his way. And without Prescott, I would value it maybe even Cincinnati. Ugh, a five-and-a-half, six-point favorite. I got to be honest with you. Cincinnati definitely has the tools to return to the Super Bowl, but uh, you know, a lot has to go their way. It's so hard to repeat and get back to the big game, and you saw a lot of holes in their team as well, but Pittsburgh played a very good game, and I have a lot of faith in Joe Burrow, and when you're looking at possibly Rush on the other side, you know, Burrow is definitely a master compared to this backup quarterback that the Cowboys are going to put out there, so I could easily see Cincinnati being five, five and a half, maybe even six points if Dallas has these same injuries with Gallup not playing. Prescott's going to miss at least four to six weeks, I would say, with that thumb injury, which definitely dampens their chances of winning the NFC East as well. Now Eagle Money looks smart that came in late to win that division, uh, you know, especially the way they started to click right away with Hurts and Brown, and Wentz didn't look too bad either, and Daniel Jones got a victory. So now the Cowboys are behind all three teams. You have Prescott now on the sideline, and I equate him, uh, you know, even though he didn't look good, that's a top defense he was facing tonight. Ugh, that's a lot of points, Greg, I would say. You know, he's definitely, in my calculations, worth, like I said, seven points. Definitely it's going to be five, five and a half opener, Cincinnati to favorite. Yep, it takes a big fall off for a quarterback to be worth seven, in this case, probably about seven and a half when it's all said and done to the line. Right. And I think that it's completely accurate in this case. Cooper Rush, I'm you feel good for the people of Central Michigan, the Chippewas. I mean, the <laughs> alum of that school, good job. You've got someone that's going to be starting an NFL game, but, man, that's not necessarily where you want to be if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. And when it comes to just bookmaking in general after week one, do you wind up making a lot of adjustments after week one, or do you think that there's a lot of overreactions and you just wind up moving the numbers based on how the people are just betting it in general? Because, there are going to be a lot of people that are going to be very vocal about what won't have happening on week one. There's going to be a lot of teams that are casted off, teams that are propped up. How do you wind up just handling everything that winds up happening post-week one? Well, it definitely depends on the team and the circumstances, Greg. You know, the injury report, uh, how players came out, if there was any training camp. I mean, a team like Arizona is very interesting because they didn't play anybody basically in the preseason. You're missing your number one wide receiver. So you have to keep your eyes on a team like that. They got hammered by the Chiefs, but the Chiefs looked awesome. So, you know, I don't overreact, but you have to respect the teams that have performed very well. I mean, Lamar Jackson, he looked fabulous. Mahomes looked fabulous. And if these guys could lead their offense, you definitely tend to up the line with a good team like these two. You know, also you look at the way Tom Brady returned without playing, you know, missing uh, two weeks basically of the last uh, of the preseason, the tail end. And, you know, uh, it, they have some offensive line problems, you could see. And everybody was pointing fingers at Fournette, but he was the superstar tonight. He carried the load and had over 100 yards and was just shredded that Cowboys defense. So definitely Tampa is, is still another team that is right there, Greg. I mean, you look at that. He was definitely They were gone. right there. And we're going to take a look at week one coming up next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Start your football season on the right foot by subscribing to VSIN Pro. Get full access to everything that we do, including our daily picks at a glance. This is where you get a recap of all the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, 24-7 video, season prep, including our college and pro football matchup guides covering every single game all season long, pro tools like exclusive betting splits, and pro tips, which every single hour we give you actionable insights up your sports betting game. Sign up for our discounted football special and get VEASAN Pro VIP all access to everything that we do now through the Super Bowl for just $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription. Bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options to become a part of the Sports Bank Network. And we are back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on vcin, the Sports Bank Network. First things first, thank you to the guests that we wound up having the last two segments. Dave Tooley does tremendous work over here at the network taking a look at the betting trends we are seeing in darn near every single market that you can bet on. And then Dwayne Colucci over there at the Rampart does amazing work and one of the friendliest men in Las Vegas as well. And we mentioned everything that you wind up getting with VSIM Pro. You wind up getting a pro tip every single hour. And this is going to be mine for the hour because we're going to be taking a look at the Denver Broncos and Seattle Seahawks game that we've got for Monday Night Football. Hour number two, we're going to be hitting a little bit more baseball for those of you guys that love baseball because we got some baseball, we got some football for this Monday, but that said, this via Ralph Michaels, he does a great job over there taking a look at trends that we are seeing just across all sports in general, but when the total is 41 and a half or higher in the NFL week one for Monday Night Football, underdogs have won 12 and five against the spread, home underdogs. So it has been a case of which we have been seeing these underdogs be able to do very well in week number one, and I've put myself on the position of the underdog as right now we're seeing anywhere between six and a half and seven. When it comes to the Monday Night Football game between the Broncos and the Seattle Seahawks, if you're finding a six and a half, you might be paying a little bit more on the juice with the seven pretty much everywhere that I'm seeing, including where I sit right now at Circa. That has even money juice, and you'd be paying a minus 120 to be able to get the seven and a half when it comes to Seattle. And in cases like this, just before I wind up going any further, if you've got a six and a half available to you, but you'd be paying the normal minus 110 juice on the Seattle Seahawks and you're able to go up to a seven for minus 120. I do think that that is worth it because the costs go from say two and a half to three, three to three and a half. You're able to go down the line. These critical numbers, three, seven, 10. I would even go 14 when you wind up getting a harebrained game, but we're not going to see too many 14s. And at that point it becomes a little bit more diminished, but typically when you're buying points, when you're, doing these teaser legs, each point typically, or each half point, I should say, typically costs 10 cents. I certainly do think that the move from six and a half to seven, it is worth more than 10 cents. I know that it's quite a few people value it more around like 20 to 25 cents, depending upon who you ask. And I think that that's pretty accurate. So not all points in football are created equal. Certainly when you get into a sport like college basketball, I don't think that there's really too many numbers that you want to be winding up upgrading slash downgrading on. The only one that really comes to mind for me is three. And even then it's not a case in which I think that it's necessarily too critical. So different sports have critical numbers when it comes to like baseball totals, for instance, that move from six and a half to seven, I think is pretty significant because when you wind up getting a six and a half, you really, really, really have to like that total and take it under. It just is a point of no return on that. But 
That said, let's take a look at this Broncos and Seattle Seahawks game. And it comes to Seahawks. They got Geno Smith at quarterback. And, well, we're not going to try to sell you that Geno Smith is going to become like Kurt Warner Jr. come out, be absolutely amazing in this game. And he's all of a sudden going to lead some sort of a Hall of Fame career or anything. But I feel like the hate for Geno Smith has went a little bit too far. And he is going to be playing with the seven with the 12s being behind him in this circumstance. And I do think that there could be some jitters for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson coming back to where he wound up hoisting the Lombardi Trophy, where he was able to do so much to begin his career. Very interesting week one matchup to say the least. And when it comes to the Seattle Seahawks team, what was very good for them towards back half of the season was not necessarily the quarterback play. Russell Wilson had a bad year last year. A lot of it was because he was banged up. I think that he's going to certainly be able to do better this year than he did last season as Russell Wilson prior to the 2021 season. He had done nothing but post up a 500 or better record while he was with the Seattle Seahawks. But Rashad Penny, he closed out last year with a flurry. At least 135 rushing yards in four out of the last five games. The question for Rashad Penny has never been whether or not he's a good running back because he can be one of the best running backs in the entirety of the league this season. The question has always been health. Because with Rashad Penny, he was banged up for much of last season. As a rookie, he wound up missing darn near the entirety of that season in 2020. As a matter of fact, only wound up playing in three games. So just whether or not Rashad Penny can stay out there on the field and be healthy is very big. And Rashad Penny is not a guy that you wind up feeding the ball typically to 25 plus times because he's a little bit more of a home run hitter. 6.3 yards per carry last season. So you are going to need to establish the short pass. And... There are weapons here for the Seattle Seahawks. It's not like the cupboard is bare for Geno Smith because you do have DK Metcalf. You've got Tyler Rocket. They wind up being able to pick up the Eskridge, who last season coming out of Western Michigan did not wind up putting up a lot, but I do think that he's going to, in year number two, be able to take that leap forward. I think that he's going to be able to do a solid job. This is not the world's worst offensive line. I'm not going to come out here and say that the entirety of the Seattle Seahawks offensive line belongs to Canton or anything like that, but these guys are not bad. The defense... It's a little bit more rough. The, the Legion of Boom is gone. With Bobby Wagner being the last one to go, it is a little bit tough. But even someone like a Quandre Diggs, Jamal Adams, who is looking like that is not a great move, but still, Jamal Adams, still certainly an above average player in the secondary rather than what you could wind up finding. I think that these guys are going to be able to do an okay job against the Denver Broncos team that we typically wind up seeing in week one. These teams that were put together, these teams that they've got a whole bunch of moving parts, guys that haven't necessarily started a lot with one another, typically they tend to struggle. Like even the New Orleans Saints. I talked about them in segment number one. You wound up having guys that they played a little bit together last season, but Jameis Winston, Michael Thomas, they weren't necessarily on the same page with one another because Thomas did not wind up playing a single game last season. They looked rough until the end part of the game. You did wind up seeing... The new pieces with regards to the Philadelphia Eagles. They wound up having a rough week one. They were able to get the job done, but you tell that that defense, in which we thought was going to be significantly better, they wind up giving up 35 points. The Indianapolis Colts, they needed 17 points in the fourth quarter under new quarterback Matt Ryan just to be able to force overtime, and they wind up coming out with a tie. So I do think that camaraderie is key, and this is a Denver Broncos team that they had darn near as much turnover as any team in the league. Now, there was one team that wanted excelling in week number one. That'd be the Miami Dolphins. They had a new coach. Tua was still there, but a lot of weapons around him. He was able to succeed. So you did wind up having a little bit of an outlier, but I do think that the crowd winds up playing a big factor in this game as well. And I do think that with the Denver Broncos, a big question that you've got to have with this team as well is sort of what are you going to be able to get up front as well? Because when it comes to the Denver Broncos, they are going to need to allow Russell Wilson a little bit of time and I do think that there are some question marks when it comes to this offensive line as well. They do have a very solid running game, much like Russell Wilson when he was towards the front half of his career with the Seattle Seahawks with having beast mode and everything like that was very solid. When it was time to make Russ cook, it was a case in which it certainly was not there, but he is now going to be able to have Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon to hand the ball to. That is going to be big. 
this is probably the best receiving core that he's been able to work with, with guys like Jaron Judy and company. So that is good. And KJ Hamler seems like he's dealing with a little bit of an injury. I'd be a tad bit surprised if he does not wind up going. It seems like it's a knee slash hip. I would expect him to go, but he certainly is not going to be at 100%. And for the Denver Broncos in their linebacking core, they're dealing with a couple of injuries to guys like a Randy Gregory as well. I fully expect most of, if not all these guys on the injury list to wind up being able to go. But it is something to keep in mind. I do think that this is a Seattle Seahawks defense that they're going to be able to get pressure early on Russell Wilson. I do think that that could wind up rattling him just a little bit. It's the first game of this new look Denver Broncos team. And overall for the season, I think that they're going to be solid. There are a lot of people that are writing them off for the postseason. I think it's going to be a good race between they and the Oakland Raiders because I do think that there's a clear top two in that AFC West and the Kansas City Chiefs, who they really backed it up in week number one, and the uh, LA Chargers, they were able to have a solid week one as well. And then you've got the Raiders and the Broncos that are going to be fighting for really, in my opinion, the three spot, which I think is going to be good enough to be able to get them in the playoffs in the AFC. But I do think that for the Broncos, it's going to take a little bit of time for things to come together. Would not be surprised if they're able to win this game outright, win by a field goal. I don't want to be laying six and a half to seven with them. I want to take the points with the Seattle Seahawks as a result. Lots of things that are coming in play with this Monday night football game. And we've got lots in play on Monday in general as well, because we've also got some baseball on the card along with this Monday night football game. So coming up next, I'm going to give you guys my DK Nation pick for the MLB slate for this Monday. And that is coming up on the other side right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. BetRivers Sportsbook app has a huge number of live streaming events every day. BetRivers Sportsbook has great offers, including a $250 match bonus on your first deposit, and all bonuses are only one-time playthrough. Amazing offers and great customer service makes BetRivers your home. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.